Welcome back to another episode of the EdTech Talk. My name is Kelly. I'm an instructional technology coach here in Bibb County. Along with me, we have Bobby Brian Lewis, also an instructional technology coach in Bibb County. And we have a special guest today, Holly Hume. I'm the talent management coordinator for the district. Okay, so we're going to go around and we're going to talk about something that we've seen this school year so far since it is the end of October now. Something that really stuck out to us that really we want to showcase and highlight for the district. Well, the first thing I want to share is that Bruce Elementary, I have a kindergarten teacher that made a book creator book for her kindergarten class where they could show off their drawings in class. And it kind of showed the sight words they were learning in their classroom. It was very exciting for them to create a book. So that is really cool. So with Book Creator, are teachers or parents able to view these books, or is it something just for the classroom? Oh, yeah. We're able to share a link, make a QR code out of it, and now we're able to share it in Remind so all the parents can see the book that was created for that kindergarten class. That's that really cool. Very awesome. Love to share that out. What else? Do anyone else have anything? I have something I'd like to share. Um, as you guys know, I'm a huge technology fan, so I'm always trying to pull you guys in in whatever way I possibly can. And we provide supports for our waiver teachers. Um, and so in the month of October, the two of you and Bethany Valio came and worked with all of our waiver teachers on increasing student engagement through technology. Um, you had them doing stations and just modeling everything that they should be doing in the classroom with the incorporation of technology and you know the, the sessions are from 4:30 to 6:30, and at like quarter to seven i was like you know y'all don't got to go home but you can't stay here because they were just eating it up and normally they're you know trying to get out the door right at 6 30. So. yeah we we had a lot of fun we had a lot of fun working with those teachers that night we definitely did and the waiver teachers are near and dear to my heart because i was a waiver teacher and i know the struggles and the feelings of wanting to quit every single day because you feel like you're trying to do it yourself and you don't have support so knowing that we do have so much support here in the district it's awesome to be a part of their success well and that's one of the things that i really um, talk about when i'm at recruitment fairs uh, is that we're really kind of first in the state where technology is concerned. Our students have so much technology and our teachers have so much technology, but on top of that, we have that added layer of support where you guys actually go into their classrooms and show them how to incorporate it. So there's no guesswork. Absolutely. Okay, so one thing I wanna share is about a specific um, technology resource that we do have, it's the Ozobots. I have used them throughout my zone in pretty much every grade level so far this year, and it's really incredible. But the, the ones that really stand out to me the most are the classrooms where you wouldn't expect to see them. Over at Central High School, we're using them in the Access Classroom. And over at Miller Middle School, we're using them in the Behavioral Classroom. And it's the places where the students don't usually have that same opportunity as everybody else. And really seeing that inclusion happening just makes my teacher heart so happy. Well, as a former special ed teacher, that makes my heart so happy. So we really want to highlight everything that you're doing support-wise in the district for our waiver teachers. So would you explain a little bit more about the waiver program that we do offer here in Bibb? Sure. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my backstory um, and that this is a second career for me. Um, I started off as a defects caseworker um, because I knew that I wanted to work with kids. Um, but that just got to be a little bit too hard on my heart. So I needed to find a way that I could still, you know, make a difference, um, but that wasn't gonna keep me up at night. Um, 
and luckily had conversations with some people that I really respect and they, they talked me into looking into education, which is what I did. I mean, it was the best move I ever made. Uh, I think that we make the biggest impact on students um, and our job is so important and it's meaningful and fulfilling. It's a very hard job, but the, you know, the rewards far outweigh the difficulty um, that comes with it. So, being over recruitment and retention, one of the things we've done as a district, because as you know, there's a teacher shortage all over, not just Macon and not just Georgia, but the United States. So we um, have a waiver program where we're able to hire people who have a four-year degree in something other than education, but who want a, a career change. And so they have to get into a certification program within a year, and we don't want to let them flounder. We want to make sure that they have lots of supports. So one of the things that we do is provide them with professional learning every month. Um, the first month it was on classroom management, the second month it was with you guys. Um, I did the first month and they they liked yours more than mine, so my feelings were a little bit hurt. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it was amazing. And then next month it'll be with their content coordinators and you guys will come back again after, um, when is it, in March that you guys March, are coming back? Yes. Um, so we just want to continually provide them support so that they can fall in love with education like I did and like you did. Yes, absolutely. And those, it seems dreading at times like, oh my gosh, I worked all day today and now I have to go to this workshop. But for me, those workshops are what kept me in education because you don't know what you don't know. You come into this field and you remember what it was like to be in the classroom and you're like, oh, okay, it's probably not that hard. <laughs> Joke is on you because there is so much behind the scenes that you don't see until you're in this position. So any extra support, especially classroom management wise, like you don't have that, you don't have anything. So I think what you're doing with those workshops, it's absolutely incredible. Well, thanks. It's one, one of the favorite parts of my job is to be able to interact with those waiver teachers every month and kind of put eyes on them and be able to have conversations with them so I can know, you know, what's working for you, what's not, um, do, you know, do you need additional support? Um, for example, when you guys were um, there during October, there were several teachers who were like, you came at just the right moment because you were what they needed in that moment and if I'm not mistaken, at least three or four people you've already been in their classrooms. Yeah, we were able to go and support three or four different teachers, I know we did, and probably Bethany was able to support. Yeah, absolutely. If, even if they weren't at our school specifically, we got with their instructional technology coach and we supported them together. But when somebody comes to you in tears and you know they're ready to walk out, like that is your life mission at that moment is to do what you can to give them that support so we can dry those tears and keep them in the classroom. Well, and what I really love about what you guys do on top of the technology is you guys would be great teachers without technology. And that's just like the added bonus. So when you're teaching them how to incorporate the technology, you're also modeling for them great classroom management strategies and you know how to ask um, higher order thinking questions and all those things that if you don't have a background in education, you just don't know. So, like you said a second ago, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, so, 
I mean, I think if we could have you guys every month, it would be amazing. <laughs> and a lot of times they don't even know what to ask for. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't even have a clue. Yeah, we have so many resources and it's a little overwhelming when you're first coming in because you truly don't know. You don't know what resources are available. You don't know who to call for support. You don't know just everything that we have available to them. And I definitely understand that from being in that position when somebody to walk in my classroom, I just would assume that it's an evaluation piece when more often than not, it was for support, but you don't have relationships with these people. Sometimes it's the first time you've even seen their face and they walk in they're like, how can I help? And like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I wanna keep my job. Right. So it's just kind of building those relationships with our teachers. Um, I went to Ingram Pie last week. Their expressions when I knock on the door and say, hey, do you mind if I come in? Come in, I'm excited you're here. And it ended up being amazing. Her name um, is Miss Wilder at Ingram Pie, teaches first grade. Her class was so fun and energizing and um, her classroom management skills were just off the chart and asked her later, you know, are you sure that you've only been doing this for a little while? But she's like, yeah, no, I have been a para. So if, if there was one thing I could get out there, it's that paraprofessionals really do, they make amazing teachers and I would love for all of our paras you know, take that next step. Let's figure out how we can um, get you as the teacher of record in the classroom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Paras make the world go round, yes. truly, and they are absolutely incredible. So they have those skills and those resources and everything. Like they bring so much to the table to transition them from a para to the teacher of record. I mean, it's not the easiest transition in the world, but it's also not the most difficult because they've already seen what to do and what types of classroom management strategies that fit them that they'd want to implement in their own classroom. Once you've got that classroom management piece down, yep. we can teach you and support you through everything. And I would like to throw in there that I did go back to see that other and her name is Miss Jackson and she was amazing as well. You shared a story earlier about um, students really taking ownership of the classroom management. Would you care to share that story for everyone? Oh, I would love to. So. Miss Jackson was, um, she has a routine in place for everything and they were lining up for lunch. Um, and there's a, a line leader and apparently this little fella didn't think that his peers were, um, you know, in a straight enough line and being quiet enough. So he did a nonverbal, he held his hand up, we call it a tall vertical hand and, and made a fist. And that kind of let the other kids know they all put their hand in the air. Um, and it's so funny because if your listeners could see me, I have my <laughs> yeah. hand in the air. Like, <laughs> um, and all the kids like immediately followed his lead. And that shows the level of respect um, and love that they have for this teacher that they're taking it on themselves to make sure that expectations are met. I was, I was just floored. And that's so incredible to see, especially at a six-year-old first grade level. That student reminds me of, um, they have a partnership in that classroom and everyone appreciated his partnership when he took the lead. So, as you've shared some of the things that you do and the programs that you hold and the teachers that you're working with, how can we as instructional technology coaches either better support the program as a whole or the individual teacher? Well, I think the biggest thing is um, even though we tell them, I, I don't think it hits home that you guys are a resource that they can use yeah, and that, absolutely. that you want 
I mean, this is your job. This is that's your our, passion. Yes, that's our favorite part of the job is to go into classrooms and support. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to share about the waiver program or your teachers? Anything at all? I can't think of anything other than, you know, if you guys have people in your lives that um, need to have a more fulfilling career, have them call me. I'd love to talk to them. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to wrap this up then and just a couple of things to highlight here. Um, coming up in December, we have Hour of Code. Brian, do you want to explain a little bit of what that is? Yeah, that's where our students get to experience coding. And a lot of times it is done through the IRCode.org. And that's where our students can go in there and learn how to start the foundation of computer programming. And then they get excited from that and we can bring in robots and drones and all the things and tie it into the content and students have that background on coding so we can really jump into the content instead of teaching the basics of coding. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the EdTech Talk. Be sure to join in next time to hear about an awesome middle school teacher who uses the Apple products that are already embedded in the Apple devices to increase the achievement of his students in his classroom.